You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy, bossed-up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janae, so grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, my babes, to the Bougie Boss Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janae, Kingdom Boss, serial entrepreneur, your favorite Christian lifestyle coach, aka the future wife coach and author. I am so excited to be back on the podcast with you guys today and to talk about this topic. For those that are joining me for the very first time, welcome. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you share this podcast to those that may need this. And for my babes that have been rocking with me since day one, what's up? babes <laughs> so happy to have you on today make sure that you also share this podcast if you have not yet subscribe to the podcast girl go ahead and subscribe please thank you so you never miss an episode all right my babes I am not going to talk for long um here today I know I say that so much I know I like I listen to other podcasts <laughs> episodes and I'll always say I'm not going to be before you long and it turns out to be a whole long podcast but um just a little news behind the scenes just to share some things with my babes um out there so now I am a certified life coach and not that I needed the certification because God equipped me to already be a life coach to be a lifestyle coach to be the future wife coach this is why I had success with my mentees and we were able to uncover things because God already gave me the ability to do so he gave me the tools to do so because this is my life's purpose and this is what I heard you know from him to do and he gave me the tools already to do so but you know I said you know I'll just go ahead and get the get the certification and get get the paper just to have it and believe it or not everything that I was doing was taught in this certification course. So I really, really, truly didn't need um, to take the course. I did learn a thing or two that I am going to implement in the next uh, 90 day future wife bootcamp. So if you have not yet signed up for this group coaching and mentorship, make sure that you go ahead and click the link in the show notes after this show and go ahead and get on the waiting list that's coming up this fall and winter. If you are ready to prepare to become a kingdom woman and become a kingdom wife there's work that needs to be done in the beginning before you can get to be a wife but you're always a wife before you are a wife as I was saying I was going through the exercises and the assignments and I said well Lord I'm already doing this I know that's right I know that's right that you equipped me (laughs) with these things that I was already doing and how I was handling uh coachings and how I was handling you know situations and the advice that I would give and 
having my mentees think and, you know, doing assignments and things of that sort. So I was already on the right path. So it was reassuring uh, just to go through that program and just to know that I was already doing it, you know, kind of sort of textbook already with that twist from the Lord, because we, you know, God is first and he has to be in the midst of everything. So, you know, the, it was really exciting to see that unfold. So I am now a certified life coach <laughs> and there's more certifications to come. Um, and what I learned from those certifications, which I'm not going to let out the bag just yet, but closer to the 90 day uh, future wife boot camp um, are things that I'm going to be implementing inside of the boot camp. So it's going to be a great addition uh, to the boot camp, and I, I just I, I can't wait. Like I I cannot wait for this to happen. So that's all the juicy gossip I have for today. I hope that you guys are having a great day, a great Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, uh, whenever you are listening to this podcast. So let's get on into this topic for today okay why do I keep meeting the same man do you ever really think about that it seems as though every man that you meet is like the same but in a different shell (laughs) he has a different skin he has a different look to him but in the inside like that spirit is is the same it's like why can I not get away from this type of man or you meet a one man and it seems as though he's good you're having conversations with this man you're like okay this might can go somewhere and then a couple of weeks later you're like wait but didn't I meet you like two months ago and your name was Stan and now your name is John like what is going on and you start to get frustrated and wonder will you ever meet the man that God has sent for you will you ever meet that right man in which there's no lies and you know there's there's no games and you know you guys will just mesh well and the chemistry will be there the belief system will be there you know will you ever meet that type of man and I'm here to tell you yes but here's the reason why you keep meeting the same man in a different body with a different name but with the same spirit is because you sis have not yet began to change the things about you that attract these type of men you have to change certain things about you to attract these type of men because there's men out here you you heard the the podcast that we talked about dusties right and what they're attracted to and it's just simple sentences that we say that you know that seem harmless but to a dusty's ear to a man that type of man that you don't want to attract it's food for his soul and we attract that that type of man or it could be the way you dress that attracts this type of man no way shape or form am I telling you to dress like a nun but I'm telling you to dress and not give away so much in your dress your dress should be tight enough to show that you are a lady and loose enough to show that you are a woman, right? And a woman of standard, a woman of God, a woman of class, 
right? So there's certain things that you have to change with it within you. I know sir, some of you are probably listening to this right now. Like, what is she talking about? I'm good. I'm the best woman ever. You know, I'm this. I have this. I got a car. I got a house. I'm independent. I'm this. I'm that. I'm going to tell you now, sis, that independent syndrome is hurting you as well. And I know because I was one of those women and I was attracting men that love to hang on to knowing that I had so much that they just wanted to come in and feed off of that. Just like rats on cheese. <laughs> okay. They just wanted to feed off of my independence. That's easy street for them. Oh, I don't have to do this. I don't have to get this for her. I don't got to do this for her. Why? Because she got it on her own. And what I had to learn about myself is that there were certain things in me that I had to change to start to attract better quality men, okay? And that's the conversation that you need to have with the Lord. Have the conversation with the Lord, okay? And this is one of the things we talk about in the boot camp. Going to the Lord and asking him, what is in me that I need to change? What is in me that I need to tweak? What is in me that I just can't see that I really need work on? And honestly, this is not just for a man. And I want you all to realize that when you start to do this work, and though it's called the Future Wife Boot Camp, and you know, there's other programs out here that talk about getting you ready to be a wife and things like that. It's not really getting you ready just so you can be with a man. I know my program is not truly based on that is getting you to the point that you're whole getting you to the point that you're a better woman not just for a man but for yourself for yourself just a well-rounded woman a woman of God okay a woman who knows herself and her abilities a woman that can be feminine you know <laughs> just things in a woman that can handle situations this gets you prepared to be a wife Period. And whoever says that you don't need to be whole before you go into marriage, that's horse pucky. That is horse pucky. You need to be whole before you go into a marriage. Whole does not mean perfect. But whole is a way that you're able to deal with things and be a certain way without crumbling. Okay? And still knowing who you are. Not getting walked over. Knowing if you should go into a marriage or not knowing that this man is good for you or not, knowing that a certain situation is good for you or not. Your discernment is heightened when you're whole. That's point blank, period. I rarely watch TV, guys. I like to do my little things behind the scene and do my trading. You guys know I'm a Forex trader. I'm also now into stock options. Those who get in the program, we're going to talk about that as well. But I rarely watch TV, but I've been watching and I've kind of been binge watching um, Married at First Sight. And I honestly, I don't see anything wrong with arranged marriages. You know, that's just how marriages were back in the day. And then you're put with this stranger, you know, and then from there you build and you create and, you know, you do things together. And the man is the head of the household and, you know, things of that like tradition. That's honestly, you know, tradition. So I was watching that. So I don't have a problem with the arranged marriage. But what I do have a problem with is the men and the women who go into this that are not whole. Most of these people are compatible with each other, but because they're not whole, they're not able to handle the situation of being married. 
you know they're talking to each other in any type of way they're still bringing their single self into the marriage though you wanted this arranged marriage and, and there's a lot of jealousy it's a lot of oh you're you know you're not doing this for me and me and me so a lot of selfishness that's being brought in to these marriages so if they were already whole going in to these arranged marriages there will be more success you know, within those marriages, you know, on married at first sight. And I watch it, honestly, God, I, I, I yell at the TV. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not how it's supposed to go. But I watch this, honestly, to be able to come back and to teach you all what not to do and what to do. So it's basically like research to me, right? It's not really for an entertainment. It's not for enjoyment, but it's to pull and extract things because I, I've come across people, you know, who get into relationships just to have a relationship or get into marriages just to, you know, say that I'm married. And that's not how we should be doing things out here, right? So we need to work on ourselves, Okay, and this is a, a female podcast, so I'm really talking to you, but that goes for men too. And I wish there were more programs out there to ready men, to be men, because once they are men, they're able to move and, and have successful marriages, right? Because they're whole, they know who they are, they know their functions, you know, and, and they know what to do to lead households, okay? But since this is a female podcast, I'm talking to my babes, I'm talking to you women, out there you have to become a whole woman and achieve that wholeness before you open up to invite anyone else into your life and guess what even when you become whole outside of marriage your circle even becomes better because now your discernment and how you approach things are, are better and you are attracting high quality people which moves me into vetting Stop moving into situationships. One, I don't believe in situationships. And my babes that have been with me here for a long time, they know I don't believe in situationships and I don't believe in dating. Okay. But in a perfect world, we wouldn't have that to me. But, you know, I know some of you are probably out here dating with intention and things like that. Okay. So if you are, you know, doing that, and even for those who follow my hierarchy of friendship, courtship, engagement, and marriage, Inside of those friendships that you're having with men, you have to vet them. If you don't understand what vetting means, that means that you really have to do some research. You really have to ask questions. Now, this does not involve interrogating the man. This just involves just having those conversations and in conversations, asking those important questions to that man, asking him about his faith in the Lord. You know, asking him about what does he do for a living, asking him when you guys get a little closer, that conversation of have you ever thought about being married and what type of husband would you would you want to be? Will he be a traditional husband? You know, that strong provider of the household where he doesn't even want you to go out and work. He wants you to be the woman of the house and take care of the inner workings of the household while he goes out and does the work on the outside of the household or is he a contemporary type of husband or modern type of husband where he wants both of you to work though he is going to lead the household and most of what he's doing outside of the household will benefit inside of the household but will he want you to work and contribute as well and still raise kids you know and still take care of the house is he that type of man so these are things that 
a lot of people don't ask. Do a background check on these people. Okay? Everything that walks upon the earth is not good. Okay, we know that Satan is out here. We know that the enemy doesn't even want marriage to go down. That's why people have so many problems inside of marriage. As soon as they say, I do. Again, a reason why you need to know the Lord and be whole. Because the enemy is going to move all up and through that marriage, right? To try to destroy it. So is he secure in his faith? But do a background check. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with doing a background check. And I hope that he does one on you as well. We have to know things about people before we rush into things. And this is why I always talk about that friendship first. Okay, not getting too serious with that person. Because I believe once you put that title of dating or I'm dating this person or this person is my boyfriend or, you know, this, that, and the other. It's at a level where you think that you got to do boyfriend, girlfriend, married type things with this person instead of really, truly getting to know that person. There's nothing wrong with building a friendship just as you will build a friendship with your good girlfriends, build a friendship with that good guy friend. OK, and as you proceed on and you see that there's, you know, things that are coming about, that's when you go to the Lord. Hey, hey, God. Is this person for me? And he should be doing the same thing before you guys enter into courtship. And then that way, once you're in courtship, you can dig a little deeper and have your mini marriage before you're actually married. But use that that time and friendship to vet this person. Use that time to have meaningful conversations, not just always going out and hanging out and all the the fun things. I think that talking and getting to know a person is fun, getting to know their quirks, getting to know their strong sets, get, you know, getting to know, you know, if they like history like I do and things of that sort. So you can have like meaningful conversations, like really understanding who that person is. So vetting that person. The second thing that I want to talk to, well, actually, number three, <laughs> um, because we talked about becoming whole. We talked about vetting you know, that man, don't, don't be afraid to do that. The third thing is positioning yourself. So you're not meeting the same man. Okay. Positioning yourself in places where you're not meeting the same caliber of man. If you want a man of quality, a man of God, you have to present yourself or position yourself rather in those places. Okay. That quality people attract to, right? You may want to go to, uh, just for instance, you may want to go to the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> you may want to go to, um, I don't know, maybe a gospel show. You may want to go to places where things aren't that, let's say, non-expensive, okay? Places where things are just a tad bit above average when it comes to expense, right? Because, you know, high quality people and people that like nice things and value nicer things sometimes spend a little bit more, right? I mean, we all love a good deal, okay? I love a good deal, all right? But I know that there are certain places out here that you're not going to get riffraff coming to. You're not going to get dusties coming to because one, they, they're not going to want to dress appropriately to go to these places and they're not going to want to um, change you know the way of their attitudes to come to these type places when you walk into wineries you don't see dusties in wineries right 
if you drink a little wine. You you don't see dusties at at plays. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you you just have to position yourself in these type of places. I'm not saying, oh, okay, today I need to schedule to go here. No, allow yourself the luxury of starting to find out what you like in these type of environments and start to frequent those type of environments. I've always been a a winery type of person. I've always been, um, I love ballet. I love the orchestra. Um, I, I love high class restaurants. I love rooftop restaurants. I love doing things out of the ordinary. And I would frequent these places, but I wasn't yet changed to attract that, that type of man to me that would be in these type of places. You know, so once you put it all together and once you work on you and once you start to frequent these type of places, okay, things will start to, you know, change. Your eyes will start to open. And also you will start to attract even your friendship circle will change a little. And it's not to say put your other friends down or, you know, get rid of them because I know you have your A1 day ones, but there may be a time where you need to be with one set of friends and another time you be with another set of friends and those friends that you need not be with ever you need to go ahead and cut your losses and that's just how it is we are here to be better women we are here to grow as women and we are here to be awesome wives when that time happens so i'm gonna leave you with the scripture of the week and it comes from First Thessalonians chapter 5. And I'm reading out of the New King James Version. And I'm at verse 21. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Test all things, my loves. Hold fast to what is good. So even through the things that I spoke about today, asking the Lord, you know, to reveal to you what you need to change in you so you can become a better woman, become a whole woman, going to him, hold fast to what is good. When he says what to change and gives you those nudges on what to change, that is good. Hold on to it and change those things. Be obedient. Work on those things. It may take some time. So don't expect immediate results. And some things may be immediate, right? Also vetting, testing that spirit by the spirit, praying about that person you come in contact with, who you're building a friendship with, who you may be developing feelings for. Test all things. Third, positioning yourself for higher value, positioning yourself to receive what is greater, positioning yourself and holding fast to what is good in that and testing those areas in which you are drawn to when positioning yourself so i hope that this has helped you guys today you ladies you women you women of god my babes i really hope that this has helped you i hope that it has you know touched some part of your eardrum <laughs> that you heard me clearly that you heard god clearly today and that you move forward, okay, into your wholeness, that you move forward to just becoming a better, well-rounded woman. So going forward for the next couple of weeks, I decided to do a series, 
And the series is on etiquette, becoming a more classier you, a more classier kingdom woman, because I have seen women and come across women that have no idea (laughs) what it means to have proper etiquette, okay, out here. And not just cookie cutter, how to, you know, what fork to use at dinner, but no, just even, you know, internally, Like what, you know, what type of women that we should be that will attract that caliber of man that you're looking for. So you can stop meeting these men or stop dealing with these men and wanting them to change when they're not going to change. We're going to attract them from the get go. So over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be introducing etiquette topics to talk on, uh, to educate on um, here on the podcast. And for those of you who have not yet uh, signed up for my webinar, it's a replay of a webinar that I've done on five ways of how to stop attracting the wrong type of man. Make sure that you click the link in the show notes and go ahead and sign up and listen to the replay. It's free. Listen to the replay of that webinar and that's going to help you as well and links with the topic of today so until the next time my babes bye bye